Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, Yayo, Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on Vine. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line Internet. Look, we've been saying that line for 40 episodes plus, and if you don't think that that's the case, you're wrong. I was going to say something like, point, like, kind of poignant, just like, to, to start this episode, the, the art of long-form storytelling in animation has very few examples of setting high expectations and not only meeting them, but blowing past them. And the Wano arc of One Piece continues to show how extensive the meaning of every line, every panel, and every frame can be. Now that that serious part's out of the way, let's, let me introduce yeah, you to well, some goofs. Well, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what she said was very, very poignant and very important. It's like it's it's it really does blow people away. So if you want to uh, get your get yourself uh, blown by anime, then One Piece oh, okay. is the place to start. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry, sorry to ruin your your your, your excellent moment. Hi, it's tantric. But before episodes. we talk about that, <laughs> let's the clue. We're it's the captain of the Kruno Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. 42 episodes and we've come to this. 42. Molly, just in case you were wondering, yes, uh, Mark, Al, and I planned a blowjob joke for episode 42 way back at episode zero. Mm-hmm. Well, I mm-hmm. assumed it was mm-hmm. also when I was like went to the bathroom the other day and you guys chose a title without me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. exactly the same thing. We planned this. We chose the <laughs> intro to two episodes from then. Yeah, in that moment and while you were gone. If, we if did you do that, though. not to decide, you still have made a choice. And, Before uh, Kate had even read those chapters, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> unless. I, oh, I had a feeling. I knew it. Unless. Unless I also introduced the wild theorist, Kate and Jensen. Hey, what's up? Unless you actually do introduce me. I'm here. 
I'm queer, get used to it. And passing it back to Mark. Hey, it's my ball. <laughs> I have the ball now, and I'm passing the ball to the laugh ball. F- the laugh board. <laughs> Alan Jr. The Wait laugh a ball. second. Wow, the ordeal what a, of the What an ordeal. <laughs> But yeah, do I'm here. Do you think we're ever gonna? <laughs> do you think we're ever gonna get away from the ordeal of balls? No, no. I, re- I, no. Re- I will never allow that. I will never. <laughs> we'll never was, get away from that. It was your ordeal. Yeah, yeah it was no. yours. <laughs> you were upset about it. Reliving the trauma. Al said balls like a hundred times, and I'm well, not. Well, there's not so many balls. To be fair, there's like a hundred balls on screen, so he was probably counting them all. Counting them all. Gotta count them all. Counting them ball. <laughs> yeah, counting them ball. I'm the internet's <laughs> gentleman, Mark Pajana, because the B stands for balls. Anyway, let's Whoa, I knew talk it. about... I, <laughs> no! Molly! <laughs> every time I say something different, you always say I knew it, and it gets me every <laughs> time. <laughs> Molly has a really time? long list, like just receipt tape in and her room. And they're all right. And she's been crossing <laughs> off names this entire time. <laughs> Do you remember that time that we went to Knott's Berry Farm and Molly asked what the B stood for and I <laughs> we died? She meant for I wanted, real. I wanted she the real one. Real. <laughs> no, really. Was, what is your middle name? It was like perfectly timed because it was the, at the end of a conversation and I took a sip <laughs> of beer and then I turned to Mark and I was like, haha. Anyway, what's the B stand for? <laughs> <laughs> you started the conversation with ha. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, 100%. It was possibly the stupidest thing ever. And it made my entire day. And I was grinning about it all day. And it was amazing. And I loved it. Molly, you're fantastic. Before I even finished my thought, they were already mad at me. (laughs) Mark was already exasperated. And I was already wheezing. You've you've heard me say it before on the show where I just sort of pause and go, Molly. Exactly. That's exactly it. It was funnier because Sam in in your lovely life, uh, Andrea was there, and it was like I feel like in their eyes they thought Caden and Mark were overreacting. (laughs) (laughs) He's just asking you a question. Why are you being so mean to her? And then see also every episode of Yayo. (laughs) Now they know it's just the dynamic. That's just it. We're the we're the we're the younger sibling trio, and then there's Al who's the older one and <laughs> somehow that doesn't help us at all oh, no. our, our level of of being uh i don't know respectable human beings i, I don't mean, know what I, to call i'm this. not gonna get in trouble so <laughs> that's fair <laughs> it's true you're not wrong uh last episode we left off at um a i mean there are so many turning points in this particular section of wano but um Wano's butt. We're, we're <laughs> Wow. 42 uh, episodes. Al finally just so you know, but just so you know, uh Mark, Al and I planned that butt joke uh since episode zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. Wait until wait until Molly sees our spoiler chat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. The ordeal of Molly seeing our spoiler chat. <laughs> um we thought it would be poignant to start with chapter one thousand. Uh just because of holy cow Yo, for real? manga has reached one thousand chapters. Yo, for um, that is insane. That is an insane number of like 
any media to get to. Yeah, 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 it really is. <laughs> With uh, episode 1000 uh, was a little bit further. It was uh, featuring stuff that we talked about in the last episode, but it was a cool thing of all of the Straw Hats meeting on the live floor and then going their separate ways. But with this uh, episode 1015, directed again by Megumi Ishitani, is one of the most beautiful pieces of art that I think exists in the animation medium. And it's one of those things that is that can not even necessarily fill you in on everything that you've missed if for whatever reason you haven't seen One Piece. That's what I think episode 1000 did of like, here's what you need to know for right now. But with episode 1015, we get a little bit more of Yamato and Ace. We get just so much. It's just gorgeous. And and we gushed a lot last episode, but I want to toss this over to the board partners. Um to sort of lead a discussion just 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 let's just talk about if you haven't seen episode 1015 you're doing an, an incredible disservice to yourself oh, you as, an, as an animation mm-hmm. fan as somebody who's a manga pierce you have to watch this episode you i mean like i really you should just watch this whole arc because from beginning to end they really commit to the quality of animation and again, I'm I'm normally somebody who's like, listen, if it's not in the manga, that's that's fake. That's that's fan service, whatever. But the the additional stuff they add in this episode, that's just like quick moments of like Yamato just bringing it up or just like quick moments of dialogue. But we don't really get to see a full extent of some stuff that they added in this episode is like, I have no notes. Like, I didn't know that they could make this scene any better than they did. And they did it. So the there's a thing that happens in Western animation. If you're, if you watch enough animation long enough, you'll end up finding shots that have been animated by James Baxter mm-hmm. and you'll know it's a James Baxter shot because it's like, that is the best animation I think I've ever seen. And it's usually like the show will only have one or two of those shots, but this whole episode is just jam packed with James Baxter style shots without James Baxter. Like that's it's, an amazing reference. You just it's made insane. Mm-hmm. Yes, the horse from Adventure Time animates. Yeah, yes. that was yeah. the funniest thing because, like, that. I'm just like, I'm like James Baxter. Why do I know that name? I'm like, James oh, I do know that name. Baxter. And then I'm just like, that's right. I do know who James Baxter mm-hmm. is. And it's yeah, not just the horse from Adventure Time. Hey, everybody. He, he 2D animated Notre Dame rotating in space. <laughs> like he he did that by himself. Like who who does that? <laughs> You know somebody for who wants cool to do it guys. for fun. Only cool guys. <laughs> In, insane artistic mind. It's uh, it's just so beautiful. When Mark was about to toss it to us, I, I have the episode up right now while I'm watching while we're talking, just so I can fully uh, get immersed. <laughs> yeah, like we have the words to talk about it, and I don't know how to explain when mark was about to set it up to us is uh when yamato is standing up to his dad and like just actually blinking tears away like trying not to cry this episode guts me every time even with it muted i'm just like trying not to cry right now like the the only if you were to boil it down to one word it's evocative it makes you feel the emotions that they want you to feel and like when you're watching animation and you're 
put in a place where you're feeling what the character's feeling and without any dialogue, you're just watching them react to something like that's, oh. that's peak of the craft. Oh and my God. They did such was, a good job. I didn't know it was, this, I really am going to cry. Holy shit. Uh, sorry for <laughs> swearing. I didn't realize it was also this episode where he finds uh, uh, all the samurai and the, the quick cut yeah. to like, yeah. Oh, I might cry, dude. I might. It's summing, it sums it sums everything up so far, and then his journey getting to that point, it, and uh, then ugh. it's just like Oda, like Oda showed us this, and we understood the assignment. But like, this is like uh, this is the stuff I like live for, being a storyboard artist of just like imparting drama and like emotion into a scene, and just uh like. This is so rare for them to it, be able to insert their own crap. And I'm just like eating, I'm eating it. Like, I'm so happy they did this. <laughs> like, like the mega from before. Just. Yeah, I'm eating it. I'm eating it up. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, Molly, stop eating your iPad. Oh, <laughs> um, Quiet sobs. There's there's a lot to, to, I mean, it's funny it's funny to think about how Molly was referencing how Ace was drawn in this before we started recording, and now she's like, oh, I'm crying, um, which we can go back to. Um, one of my favorite moments uh, in this particular episode is seeing the flashback of Roger talking to Odin and Whitebeard. And then yeah. Ace and Sabo mm-hmm. coming through and and Luffy standing with Roger. And but one of my favorite sort of visual things with that is Roger's scene is in red and Luffy's scene is in blue. And as they come together and say whatever it, they said. It literally this- washes over the scene. Like the the transition mm-hmm. is the the color washes over all the characters. To me, it's, it's like a it's like a three D red like an old school three D red and blue, and seeing both of those images together, you feel like you're there. You feel like you're in it, and that's Yamato experiencing how powerful these two expressions, these two phrases, these two people, these two ideas are, and just how completely world shattering. By not even meeting them, how it changes his life for the better, yeah, and it's gorgeous. It's it's just fantastic animation, and everyone should watch it. Like, if you've gotten this far into the podcast and you have somehow haven't watched an episode of One Piece, please watch that episode. <laughs> yeah, <Just> I somehow read. <laughs> if you have somehow stumbled upon our podcast. And don't know what One Piece is, and you've only heard it through <laughs> our voices. <laughs> I'm very curious to know what your thoughts are on what's going on right now, because uh, you are getting what, like, fourth hand information, technically. <laughs> um, uh, the, what, what, other, like, are there other other parts of this episode that are that strike you that hit your yeah. right in the in the heart? Yeah, I got one. I got one, and I told yeah. this to Molly too. Uh, I think that this, the moment of having uh, Yamato run up as Ace's Viva card is burning up and he's holding it in his hands and then it 
floats away a little bit and he's trying to recapture it. And then Ace's Viver card just... I think that is more sad than seeing Ace die. I think that is a much more sad moment. Like, yes, we have all the things that are going on when, when Ace died. And it's so much. And I think that this really puts it into perspective better. <clears throat> because we get to see Luffy get angry and everybody start being like aghast at everything that's going on. But this is a very quiet moment. Uh, you see Yamato see it burning and like freak out. And then he rushes out there. And then by the time he gets to the cliff, the last place he waved to Ace before Ace was off into the sunset, it's gone and in it's floating in the air and then gone. And I think that that is a much more poignant moment than watching Ace die in front of our eyes. Well, I think also, that says a lot more. It's also very real and very relatable yeah. in terms of like how people deal with actual death because it's you, when you confront actual death, you are helpless. And like in that situation, there's nothing you can do. It's just happening. And like you, you only have your memories to hold on to. And so being in the place where your memories are tied to, to watch the last gasp of that person metaphorically disappear is like, heartbreaking sorry for cursing mark no i mean i I imagine it's i mean it's a lot of there's a lot of emotion so like i'm not i'm like it's it's gonna happen um similarly i i agree with you caden the the moment that i forgot uh they showed in such a very stark way um we didn't even really talk about the uh, Odin's attendants fighting Kaido last episode, but mm-hmm. they made a very valiant stand and were systematically defeated one by one. And uh, oh, Kiku the lost shot her arm. and Kiku <laughs> lost her arm. The shot where Luffy shows up on the roof, blows past Big Mom and Kaido, doesn't even care to check on his friend Kinemon. And as in in the show, it shows him walking up and seeing the scene of like Luffy Dono and and all of the people are standing there and it's just a hard cut from being bright sunny on the shores of Wano to dark they're bloody on the floor and Luffy goes down and asks him if he's okay and then he starts uh, crying and then I start crying and I'm yeah. just like this this is all so heartbreaking <laughs> I'm like literally crying right now yeah um no the one thing that they do really well that i don't think they've done before like manga or anime until this episode that we see um at like the end of this episode is like the like culmination of like luffy's point of view during this like the wide swept of the storyline specifically with like Finding the samurai and like Punk Hazard and like all of the trials and tribulations of like being with the people and seeing like how much Kaido has messed up this country. And it's like from Luffy's point of view. And it's just like, it's so, it's such a power, those are such powerful shots because it's like, you know, we give, you know, we give and we don't give Luffy enough credit sometimes where you know, our first introduction of Luffy is him being like, here's my tragic backstory. And it's like, and that's the way, that's the reason why I am. And like, Luffy's like passed out, like not even listening, but then it's still the one who takes down Arlong. He's still the one who takes down Crocodile. And it's just like, 
it's so oh it's like i'm like still crying about it but it's just like they do this really great job of making you be in this moment with like odin's retainers of just like they've come so far and they still can't beat this guy and it's so frustrating i mean to their credit like kaido is a master of armament hockey he's supposed to be untouchable and they managed to cut the old scar odin yeah. gave him so like that's oh, that, I'm not, that's something i know no i'm not like i'm not like crapping on them or whatever but it's just like we literally have been with them since the time skip of like like i want this to happen for them and just like kin being in luffy's arms and just being like i'm so ashamed like i can't face odin in the afterlife and it's just like knowing everything that they've been through and then it's still not being enough it's just like so heartbreaking and, and it's, it hurts and it's, but then luffy's response like before he even has a chance to finish of like will you help us like shut up of course i will it's not even that it, it's will you carry this country on your back mm-hmm. and it's just like oh <laughs> like i know you know who luffy is but it's like like immediately like it's already such a heart-wrenching scene but like rewatching that scene again and just thinking of when Bon Chan saved him right before Marine Ford of saying like, um, you know, like just he's like, how many times are you going to keep saving me? Like, I thought we were going to leave together. And even like with Mr. Free, Mr. Three during Marine Ford of saying, would you laugh if I told you I did this for a fallen comrade? Like, uh, it's like it's storytelling at its best. But it's like this is just like this has been so long in coming. And it's just, it's just like when the tears dry, I'm just so furious. I'm just like, kill him, Luffy. Like, kick his ass. Like, really give it to him. Because it's just like, there have give been a lot business. of people. There have been a lot of people in One Piece that I wanted Luffy to shut them the hell up. But it's like, really? They're really, they're really ramping me on this one. Like, get him, Luffy. I don't give, I just bite his jugular out. I don't care anymore. Just get like, him. Get in so, there. so many arcs and <laughs> arcs and sagas that we've just been through <laughs> um, work for this guy. Like, he's their boss. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's a culmination of all the effort leading up to this point for years. Whenever we all started watching this show is leading up to this is the biggest, baddest pirate. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh. Ugh. So are our feelings. <laughs> My eyes are so dry right now. And this yeah. is, we're starting <laughs> from <now>. here. <laughs> like, <Shut> up, <laughs> 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 um, this section of the story has a lot I mean, we, we've been saying it since Dress Rosa. This is very dense. And they go back and forth from fight to fight, from person to person. And I don't think people have started fighting their, like, final opponent other than Luffy. And even then, that got called into question. And then, that, but that starts to uh, compound as these uh, chapters that we're, that we're talking about today happen. So I guess I just want to throw it out who wants to talk about what first <laughs> okay um uh, can i uh, let's let me start this on a lighter tone how about that <clears throat> let me start this i mean on a lighter we already tone. talked about death but feel free we already let talked me, about me, ace 
Because <laughs> uh, he's still, still dead. dead. <laughs> um, everybody's been getting power-ups. Everybody's been like leveling up. This is the, the culmination of a lot of stuff. And it's something that we really haven't necessarily touched on, but everybody is having a moment of I'm stronger than I was before. Um, and we got stronger to see... Now. Then we got yesterday. to see Nami's this time, <laughs> um, but we we already saw Zoro's. We already saw we already saw Sanji's. We really talk about Sanji too much. Um, <laughs> uh, Usopp has had a bit of a moment where I feel like his lying is getting better. <laughs> if that makes any sense, he keeps like like as he keeps proclaiming things, it's easier and easier for people to believe him, even if it's not technically true. Like, hey, I'm the one who stopped those two, and they're just like. Oh crap! I guess we got to believe him, and then they do. And it's like, okay, wow, that was easy. Um, and they believe him because he is that strong. And I think that speaks to Usopp's abilities. We saw Chopper being able to like make a cure, make a cure, mass cure wounds, mm -hmm. and and cure everybody with something in like within as, moments as, as everybody's fighting still. As he was turned into a baby grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but, but we got to see Nami and, and Zeus have a bit of a, of a tiff because we had, oh, you know what? We, we, I, that's actually something I want to talk about, um, is Linlin's, uh, actual care for children. She actually does care about kids and does want kids to be protected, does not think that violence should come towards kids or anything like that. Uh, when Ulti comes in and, hits my daughter mm -hmm. i just want to put that out there Disgusting. when ulti comes out and hits my daughter and then everybody's just like bitch you didn't and linlin is just like oh oh hold on hold on you uh harlot in with the red hair you're gonna hold on a minute because this one's gonna die first yeah. And, and and Nami's just like, yay, go Lila. It's like, I'm still going to kill you, but this one's first. And it's just like, you know what? Priorities. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. We get to see a little bit of like that heart, like as much as Big Mom is bad. And I'll be honest, Big Mom and Kaido are awful. We get to see a lot of their humanity in these, these last, like between the chapters that we just read and these chapters, we get to see a lot of their humanity and where their personality comes from. Um, because Kaido, for what it's worth, does respect his son as his son. Comma, however, shut <laughs> up, stop saying you're, you're Odin, because shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Which I understand from his perspective, that'd be incredibly disrespectful to the person who, you know, killed him. Um, more or less killed him. I know it was still Orochi, but like Kaido was a big cause of that. So I'm, I'm putting in the blame on both of them. Um... But seeing Linlin basically just be like, I'm going to kick your ass first. Then I'll turn around and then I'll kick your ass. And having it all kind of like come to to a head where where Zeus is, you know, Zeus got replaced. And then it's just like, OK, we'll suck his soul back in so you can get his his stuff stuff now. And what a sentence. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me, it's it's it makes more sense if you watch One Piece, which yeah, means that yeah. if if you don't watch One Piece and you're listening to this, this sounds like gobbledygook garbage. Okay, go back to episode zero. Start at Zart Zero. Come back. Here. You can hear us making plans for this episode <laughs> <laughs> and butt jokes. But, 
but Nami using the climb attack after saying that Zeus is like, I can't believe you betrayed me. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> using the climb attack to still try and save Zeus. And then Zeus being a part of the climb attack and it being just like, this is Nami's level up. And getting to see Nami actually go into a fight. And it's just like, yes, once again, Nami is realizing that, yeah, Nami, you're also a part of the Freak of the Week club now. You're the like, who's this weirdo? Who's this freak? That's you now, Nami. Back way back when you're just like, I got to be quiet and stealthy because if anybody notices me and now Nami is just like, I'm going to take this stick and shove it so far up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) and it's great she doesn't have the necessary like i don't think she necessarily has the same level of confidence that her power actually denotes and i think that humbles her quite a bit and i think that makes her very smart in the battlefield that said it's really cool to see nami kick ass and it's really it's a really fun like like interaction because there is that level of, oh, hey, Big Mom does remember everything that happened before, after she lost her memory and then got it back. She remembers the whole thing. So she's like, oh, you were really nice to me. You're such a sweetheart. You're such a good little girl. Nami, I'm still going to kill you. I remember you. Don't worry about it. You're dead. Uh, Usopp <laughs> it, also. <laughs> I think it 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 proved like her name more so just being big mom. She has a huge family, but that also sh- shows like big mother energy. <laughs> Of like these people cared for me, and I like turning around to the beast pirates and being like, "Did Kaido teach you to act like this to people who are kind to you? You pieces of garbage! I'm going to kill all of you. T- I'm going to kill everybody. Listen, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm great. killing everybody, but I'm going to start with Ulti and then move to you, and then Straw Hats here after that. Ugh, big mother it's, energy. It's it's nice. It's nice to have some like. Listen, I love a complicated villain. And I think that that says a lot more than like having a complicated hero. Um, I feel like the complicated hero tropes are, 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 they don't go hard enough. They never go hard enough for me specifically. That said, I think the complicated like and, and much more like sordid history of the villains in One Piece most especially seen with with like Big Mom and Kaido because there's a lot of history there and we're still getting into it. I think it's much more interesting to take a look at all of that and be just like, these people have went through some stuff. Like Big Mom had a bad time as a kid and started creating something and got misguided and really went off the deep end in a lot of ways. But her heart was still there and in it and in the idea of if I make everybody my family and I take care of everybody, then that's it. Everybody's safe. And it's a great concept on paper. And then she eats people and it's just mm-hmm. like, well, I'm, you've lost the plot, I think, a little bit here. Um, but it is cool to see that, like, see those those dynamics play out in a way because – Listen, as much as as much as Kaido and Big Mom are like buddy buddy right now, they were about to kill each other a few minutes ago, and there's nothing oh, and they, stopping they them will from again. flipping back again. Exactly. There's nothing stopping them from flipping back again. Because let's say they did win this. Let's hypothetically say that they do win this. They won't because this is one piece and it's Luffy's story. But if they did win this, shush, 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 Mr. Everybody who's about to say Polly's gonna join the crew in three minutes. Every like these two <laughs> get to the one Mark. piece specifically, Mark, everybody, if these two got to the one piece, what do you think the first thing would be 
that would happen. They'd fight for it. They'd absolutely fight for it. They don't want to share with each other because they have their own ideals of what, you know, the ruler of everything would do, who has everything and has the power to do all this stuff. They have a different idea. So they'd immediately go to war with each other. That said, they're 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 on good terms now, but I think the, but again, like this happening and Big Mom's just like, this is who I'm teaming up with? Regret. Immediate regret. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. A hundred times garbage. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, it was I like two chapters that I talked about, and it, I talked about it for like ten minutes. Yeah, straight oh, up. Good. I feel I like I feel like Molly right now. What do you mean? What? <laughs> no, I agree with everything that you said. Yeah, you're right. Um, man, it's like it's like I agree with you on the Nami stuff, but I definitely remember being frustrated week by week with her story this time around because it's like one week she's running and crying and is like, "Oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me." And then it's like going in all the. It's it's just like it felt like I was like yeah I know there's a lot of people Oda but like can you, I know you're you're gonna you're gonna hit and miss every once in a while but like you showed Nami in such a specific way during Whole Cake and like she like put up like a really strong defense like she I don't know it, there was a lot of just like it it felt kind of how I felt in Dressrosa even though that was like the whole bit of like. They went back to the very beginning in terms of like Usopp's personality of like he hard lied to all of them. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, why yeah. are we going back? Like he has grown from this. And I understand now like the you know, that's the whole bit of the moment of like he's lying so much it becomes true or whatever. But I was getting really frustrated with Nami uh, during this arc and during specifically the this end fight, like the, the big the raid fights, because it's like. Just like every time we check in with her, she's doing something different. And it's like, I guess it's still in character, but like, just pick one, man. Like, it's <laughs> like a little frustrating at this point because I know where Nami is and I know where Nami should be. And it's like, we see such cool growth with Robin in this fight. And it's like, Nami is on par with her, not to that level, but still she has grown, right? Like she has more confidence in her abilities. She knows who she is. And there's a lot of flip-flopping in this one that just drives me crazy a little bit. He got a little well, I think that her. I think that part of that comes from, at least for Nami and Nami's sense of things, part of that comes from, like, her original character, like, her original character flaw, um, which ties into why it was frustrating with Usopp, because that is also his original character flaw, where Usopp's original character flaw is he is a liar, and, and Nami's is... I I I will flip and flop through sides and I will not show my true colors and I will I will do what benefits me most in this situation and then betray you in the next minute which is her original thing and seeing how that like affects things because that's still part of who they were and while it has been years it's still they're still young and they're still growing and they're still learning and there's times and moments and I think it's important to 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 like note this they're still like, they're still kind of like kids at this point. They're only on the cusp of what is quote unquote adulthood at this point. And they're still learning these things and they're getting thrown into something that is far, far older than them and far beyond their, their capabilities in a lot of ways. 
and they continue to ramp themselves up and bolster them, their own strengths with each other. I think that we see that uh, very much in not in, in Sanji. God, I hate talking about Sanji in Sanji being just like uh, trusting, not just, not just having this moment, but is his character flaw. He will not hit a woman. He won't do it. And he can't use his hockey against, against black Maria. He just can't. But black Maria wants, uh, wants Robin to show up because that's her ultimate goal. But Sanji trusts Robin now, and they all do. And I think they have that moment of just like, I'm going to call out to Robin for help because I know Robin will help me. And Robin will be there for me in this moment. Also, and Robin will, will, will be able to take care of herself, and she wants to live and learning through these things. So it's important to have that moment. And then Robin taking the important thing of, they called me the devil child. They called me a devil. They called me a demon. I will become that if that's what it means to protect my family now, because these people are my family and you guys called me a, the devil child for such a long time. I will become that to protect my, my family. And it's like, Oh, it's so good. So it's bringing back those character flaws and using them to like elevate the character a little bit more. It's I, definitely I weaker in some places. You, but. I agree with you, but like, I can't stress enough that like, even though Nami would like run away and in, in the beginning of the, you know, like in like change sides or whatever, there was always like a level of maturity with that. I swear to God, he like de-ages her in these scenes. I'm like, <laughs> he definitely, I have he definitely to run away. And I'm like, who are you? Like, you're not That's, Nami. Yeah. You're so mature during whole cake. And they put a flower in your hair for this scene. And suddenly you're like, hiya, I'm running boopedly. And it's just like, I to be fair, Nami to be fair, so much, and that drives me so. Like, there's again, there's nothing wrong with that, but like, we just saw so much maturity with her. Like, even the You're beginning right. of this arc, and like, for whatever reason, for like ten chapters of this fight, it's just like, hiya, and it's like, oh, I want to kill you so bad. Right? <laughs> you're now. not wrong. You're not you. wrong. <laughs> you're not you. wrong. You're to like, be fair, though, so boobs do be breasting boobily. And, like, there's nothing wrong with running boobedly, but, like, you guys obviously can't see it, but it's the running with, like, my arms up. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. She runs away. She switched sides. She's a liar. She's a thief. We know this. She's not that. At this point, she's a strategist. Like, she's better at strategy than Usopp to some extent. Is this strategy working against anybody? Is this being, to Big Mom? Is that working for her? Well, no, this is your point it is out of character compared to where yes. she was last time yes. grumble yes. grumble grumble um, grumble that molly, said molly on... continuously being mad about nami which i completely <laughs> i support I, wholeheartedly I turn, I turn the corner when he finally when mm. oda finally let her rage which is just like finally we're getting somewhere with this well the, i liked that moment uh, quite a bit as you should everyone should but on the on the robin fight i really liked that entire sequence because it it like disarm Sanji. Like you, Sanji's trope the entire time is that he seeks out damsels in distress because of the opportunity to like date a damsel in distress. Right, exactly. But now it's a dumbass in distress, and Robin shows up to help out. <laughs> um, and that it is just so badass. She literally becomes the like devil from Fantasia. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so cool. I think that's my, 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 
it is definitely up there for i know i talk about robin a lot uh everybody's as, as is your right as is my right yeah. but i think that this moment for robin is that like that that next level that evol- again talking about character evolution her saying i've spent half my life in unsavory organizations so naturally seeking my uh, seeing my friends mistreated brings out the devil in me Ooh. is that next level version so of the i want to live cool. because it's just like this is like not only have you used your life now you're use, you're existing in your life you you are happy with your life you are using that with a purpose and not just surviving you are living and now you're wanting to protect it and the people who gave it to you and it's like it'll bring out the devil in me and it's like oh yeah let's the go. Ultimate, her ultimate confidence is so striking because like she's she's always been confident uh, like except for that one moment where we saw her at her absolute lowest of course but mm-hmm. like since then we just haven't really seen her go wild and like full like because the crew has been separated for various reasons and she's stuck to the shadows i i really liked seeing the flashback of her with the revolutionaries being like look you're gonna get caught and you're gonna need something additional like you're gonna need more in your arsenals and so seeing her use fishman karate was so so awesome i still (laughs) i'm still want more koala i feel like we're gonna get it eventually but like i just think koala is so interesting and i love i love that like from koala better than sabo like koala's whole like history (laughs) with like fisher tiger or tiger Mm -hmm. fisher fisher Tiger. tiger Of like that whole thing and like realizing that her her like mom did wrong and like that led her then to the revolutionaries and like she meets other fishmen and like learns fishmen karate. Like they obviously didn't teach her that, but like other people did. And it's just like I love this like continuation of like where she started from and like it's just made her so much stronger. And then the it's like I feel like her and Robin can relate to each other a lot and getting that like little that little nibble of like, oh, here's like a glimpse of what we were up to in that two year gap that we didn't see what they were up to. And I love this. And I, I just, it's such a like, oh, it's such a for me callback again. <laughs> like, thank you, Lona. <laughs> we're closing another loop too, because wasn't she called like the devil child or something when yeah. she mm-hmm. was young? Like the, she took the name they gave her and made like, made it her own like i am become taking full yeah when you're when when society calls you a monster it's using that power against the people who would would like subjugate you and be just like you wanted you wanted the monster now you got the monster that is what, how a do you trope feel that I that? love of like isn't this what you wanted of like you know that this like, is what you called around. me how does it feel yeah. Like it's it's the like I'm the villain, dude. I'm the bad guy. My, like duh. The, the, <laughs> the thing enhancing these scenes was Brooke on the sidelines talking to Black Maria, yeah. being like, "You need to. You should probably stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Have like, you considered dude. apologizing? Yeah. You don't know what you're saying, you big idiot. You're gonna. You you're know. literally going to die. You know what's bad when Brooke is doing the like eat up boy like boy like the like the, the hand movement boy like it's like I'm look like, i'm a dead person i know what being dead is like you're probably gonna be dead soon oh my god that would have been the funniest thing of like of robin being like that makes the devil like that just like brings out the devil in me and brooke being like 
dude, let me tell you, like, <laughs> she got me on this one. She's going to kill you yeah. so hard. Like she killed me. <laughs> We've been on a ship for a few years, and I've seen her mad before, but not like this. <laughs> not like this. You I Listen, it, uh, we're oh. not on the same team, but, like, you better run. <laughs> a, like, sad teammate moment of, like, when uh, the the mirages were showing up of like Robin's loved ones. Oh, that and they were like, sucks. That and they hurt. were like, that uh, sucks for me. I, I went crazy on a ship for years. So I know what's, what's real and not real. And then Robin's like, we have, th- we have more in common than you think. Then it's just like, what does that mean? That's really sad. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, ha ha. We haven't gotten to the trauma arc yet where we all talk about it in therapy together. <laughs> That's what the real <laughs> final arc is going to be. Just uh, everybody trauma dumping. That's what. Quietly. That's what. That's why Jimbei's here to actually like listen. It's like <laughs> he puts hey, on his reading Robin, glasses. <laughs> yeah, Robin, would you like to talk about your feelings? Yes, I thought nobody would ever. <laughs> yeah. <ask. laughs> I listen, listen. I know we've talked about daddies a lot this week, and I know we talked about Jimbei a lot this week. But have you guys <sighs> ever considered how? Oh, it would be so nice to get a hug from him. Like he, from Jimbei? Yeah. Absolutely. He looks yeah. like an incredible hugger. Like total. Oh, no. Hugging. Best hug ever. Ugh. 100,000%. Slick. Can you stop saying wet like that? Wet. <laughs> I was just like, I was. I wasn't, being, I wasn't being weird about it until you asked me to. <laughs> you made me do this. I learned it from watching <laughs> you. <laughs> no, you did not. No, you did not. Hey. What? No, maybe hey. you did. Yeah, what? maybe I did. You know, <laughs> you know who sucks. <laughs> I can guess. Speaking I of Jim Bay, you know, who, you know who sucks. Can I guess? Yeah, please guess. Are you gonna say who's who? Goddamn right, I'm gonna say I who's did. who. This dude yeah. sucks. <laughs> like, like we Maybe needed a new member of CB9 to be just like an absolute butt. Like, this yeah, dude, not like... even that, but him also being like meow meow. Here's, 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 here's the worst part. Freaking cats, dude. Like, here's yeah. the worst part of this. Here's the worst part of this. He's just like, yeah, and they dro- he name drops Rob Lucci. It's just like Wano face at this guy. It's like shut up. Nobody wants <laughs> you. Could have name dropped anyone and i'd be like oh that's interesting but you chose rob lucci no thank you i'm out it's, it i want that moment, guy to be my dad mm, it's don't a like you of this guy just like <laughs> dumping his own issues into a fight and i just wanted jimbe to be like bro you think you're special <laughs> like, i mean he kind of was the the finishing blow of the fight was like you should think before you talk about other people's cultures yeah <laughs> appropriation seriously he's just talking so much mess at jimbei and jimbei was like i'm i need to punch and suplex this guy yeah Real hard. just like the amount of racism we see specifically that jimbei has had to deal with over the years it's like you're gonna you're gonna preach to this guy like you gotta you gotta know when to pick your battles man but like good for jimbei he needed that really <laughs> he just partied he just partied with his old crew he's joined a new crew and the first person he gets to beat up on is somebody who's begging for it <laughs> yeah yeah he tries to be just like hey uh, it's just like he like when who's who's doing like this whole speech to jim he's like you really thought you said something right there didn't you you really thought you had you had a an, an important and really critical thought right there that you're talking to jimbe and then jimbe's just like cool i wasn't listening anyway fishman karate and it's like yeah 
Chris! Ah! Screw this guy. I hate this guy. I hate this. I hate this. It's stupid like guy. who's who feels like he was specifically there for lore dumping. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and I mean, we learned a lot of stuff. Lot. I'm just going to start calling this guy who? I, I call. I started calling him who's he. Who's <laughs> he is great. <laughs> uh, um, episode of the t- name of the episode. Who's episode he? of the title. We, episode of the title named. The, who's who? Like the only reason. The only reason I remember him was just some of the absolute bonkers stuff he was talking about. Yeah, but, he just starts. He just drops some lore. It's just like, hey, do you know who the sun god Nika is? It's like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you've got that big sun are, picture on your body, you, and I thought you did. It's like, he's, I hope this is relevant to you. We also learned that this jerk is the one who literally is like, I have a thing against Shanks because I was the one that he stole the devil fruit from. Mm-hmm. But now I hate Luffy because he ate the devil fruit. I'm just like, what does this have to do with anything right now and i know oda so it all has something to do with anything don't worry we're gonna have a whole episode talking about where my brain went for there however in this particular moment as coming from jimbei's perspective it's like what the hell are you talking about what are you talking what are you going on about it's like any, anytime the they cut anytime they cut back to jimbei and it's just like burp, 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 burp. Like he's just got yeah. elevator music <laughs> in his head. It's, it's very much like the. Oh, I just lost it. What oh, the f are you two? Ta- what are you yeah, two effing talking yeah, about? It's, it's very. I've like cut to Jimbei after all that lore and just the, the Eggman of like, what the f are you talking about? <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. Out of everybody to lore dump to, it's so weird that he's like, oh, you're a somehow associated kind of to Luffy. Which, Let me just info dump on you. Which kind of, like, maybe that's just what Who's Who does every time they fight. It's just dump, like, like, lore dump on everybody. Please because, listen like, to me. Because Jimbei's, <laughs> like, st- like not to, not to say this in, like, this is not, Jimbei's an old dude. Like, Jimbei's an old dude. Like, yeah, he is. He knows, <laughs> Molly. What's <laughs> Molly, please. Twiddling um, your hair. Molly, please what? wipe wipe the drool off for a minute. Hold on. No. Jimbei's an older <laughs> dude. Like Jimbei's an older dude. He's not young. Jimbei is not young. He's not like old. Like he's All not right, grandpa. <laughs> he's not grandpa age, but he's an older dude. So he's been around the block. He knows stuff. He's experienced things firsthand. So like this, this who's who, who the, who the hell are you dude coming up? is like, Hey, do you know this stuff? It's like, I know more than you. This is exactly it's like, this is, <laughs> this is Jim, it's like, Hey, I'm who's who. Do you know this stuff? And Jim is just like, read a book it's, idiot. It's, it's Ron Swanson going into the home Depot. I know more than you. It's like, it's, it's like stop talking to me. Who are you? Go away. Suplex is one of the people helping. Yeah, it's just like I, I didn't ask for your help or your presence, and I hate your vibes. I'm gonna <laughs> suplex you into the ocean now. Every every fight who's who goes into is a. Do you want to know how I got these scars? That's exactly. <laughs> we live That's in a society. Exactly I was gonna vibes. say That's exactly. Jimbe, did you know we live in a society? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. Do not trust people with clown core vibes, okay? <sighs> it's who's the pink who? Hair, isn't it? It's who's or cat who? Core. 
Listen, listen. And no, I don't mean Kathy No, no, no. I don't mean Kathy no. Animal. I mean Cats the Musical. Oh. <laughs> it was yeah, me. Have you, do you remember? But only the movie, but not the, but, but not, okay, listen. But not the, but only the movie because the actual stage show is immaculate. Uh, real quick segue. When I was, <laughs> I was. I don't um, know how this is segue. All oh, right, you're gonna Molly. love this. All when right, home, let's go. I, a story I've never heard about my dad. He told me apparently. I don't know if I was born yet, but like him and my mom went to go see Cats at one point, like in theater, and he fell asleep during the show, and the actors on stage made fun of him. That's <laughs> awesome. I too would have made fun of him. How could you fall asleep during Cats? Rum Tom Cogger is cool. I've never oh. heard this story before, and I laughed so hard. That's phenomenal. I could not like snore life. loud enough for them to notice. Like I don't. I don't know if they had like really good tickets and this like the the stage lights were on or something, but they, they saw had them. Eyes. And I don't know how <laughs> they're. On. You didn't get into specifics good of like how they're making fun of them, but I imagine they were like meow meow. Look at a little of this guy meow meow. Mr. Mistopheles, <laughs> come on. Rum tum t- rumple teaser, come on. Oh, cats is good. Christopher uh, Jones. Up- you could be making up fake sounds right now. Molly, Molly, how? First of all, not only are they all, all real, real, I'm, real I names. listen. I'm a queer woman, Molly. I uh-huh. love musicals, and Cats, the actual musical, rocks. Cats, the movie, I want to die. <laughs> Idris Elba. I, that's it. I will take. I will take Idris Elba as McCavity in a good version of cats because i do think i do think that he did a great job what did they do can't believe they did that to judy dench to judy dench of all people how yeah, dare they left her human hand in so <laughs> awful of to judy dench of all people sorry for this <laughs> random rant about cats in, in the middle of one piece talk <laughs> episode 42 i can't believe they did that to judy dench <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. I'm oh begging. We'll think about it. We got. Oh man, there's so there's so much other crap. Yeah, oh we've my talked god. For about an hour, and we're still near the beginning of this. Uh, it's very. I think it's interesting. We see that CP Zero is there, and is like keeping tabs on on the the fight. But they're also like, we need Nico Robin alive, and we need Who's Who dead. We don't care how that happens. We just need both of those things to happen. Good for them because coincidentally, that's exactly what I want as the reader. I want Nico Robin alive and who's who dead. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're so like, thirsty. Oh. Hey, so <laughs> I want. <laughs> I just heard what you said. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, there again. We're jumping around a bunch, but this was the next thing that I had in my notes. Um, yeah. Who immediately got rank vibes when Odin showed up? Oh, that hurt me. I remember very specifically yelling in spoiler chat that that's, I was like, that's not funny. You can't do that. Like, that's not okay. (laughs) Well, that's immediately what, listen, that's immediately what, 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 as a villain, that's immediately what I would write into, into that. It's just like, okay, they've already shown that people can come from the past to the future and blah, blah, blah. So let's just go ahead and do that and, and proclaim this and this. And it works for a half a second, and then all of them remember. And it's just like, cool. 
get them. That was that was another one of those two week break ones too. So like yeah. the discourse surrounding that chapter and like breaking down how we looked in the flashback versus how we looked at the end of that chapter. No, no. And so I mean, like, yeah. the the facts are immediately there, and it, like the mm-hmm. next chapter explains it, but it's just like, no, that's not how that works. And yeah, it's no, like, it's in that moment, everybody was you. everybody wanted to believe. Everybody wanted to believe Odin was back, but like the 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 storytelling had already told you there is no way that that's possible. Also, it undercuts his sacrifice and it completely ruined would ruin it's, Yamato's ambitions. It is I, the I biggest insult they could do to the nine red scabbers. Yeah, like. it's it's not only that, not only that, it's not only that by having Odin live. By having Odin live, it undercuts Momonosuke's story, it undercuts Yamato's story, and it undercuts the Nine Red Scabbard story all at the same time. So Odin can't be alive. And it definitely not like this. Like, we can magic a character back to life for whatever reason we want, as far as creating things is, is, is concerned. You can just bippity-boppity, bam, the bitch is back, and, and explain it whatever way you want. But for that to happen in this case, it would ruin the thematic storytelling for so many characters, and especially in this in this instance. Like if Odin came back and was like, "JK, I was on the ground and <laughs> nobody saw me because Odin just gets better the longer it's cooked," and then I cry. Um, but it, um, is, it is known. But, but it was just like knowing right away that this isn't real, and just being like, when you think they couldn't get any lower. And they mm-hmm. need this kind of crap. You you already so are like full on hating this. Well, this is, this is where this is where I throw this on the table. I throw this card on the table. You can, and this is why I think the betrayal from last time hurt more than this, because you can always expect evil people to do evil things. But the last chapter, when we had the JK, I've been a bad guy the whole time, and I've been with you the whole time, and I'm important to your group, and I've been helping you the whole time, but I've been evil, that you can, when, when a good person goes bad, when somebody you trust goes, goes and flips on you, that is way more hurtful. And they're deep in the trenches of, of Kaido and Orochi's castle at this point. And they're knee deep into the fight. We know that this can't possibly be Odin. There's no way. And you could see them all believe for a moment. And then they're just like, we definitely want to believe. And it would be great if it was true. But we said goodbye to Odin. And we're here fighting on his behalf. So whoever you are, you gotta die. And it's just like immediately you see everybody just like turn and be just like disrespect 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 and it's like let's just put these people down and it's like oh god it's so good it really is it hurts so it hurts so much did it hurt more or less than seeing that Conjuro and orochi were still alive it was yeah. like the, it's more of like man like kin and okiku have already like sacrificed so much and then you're also gonna make them fight this imposter like even even if they know it it's still the face and the voice of like somebody they really care about it freaking hurts dude come on that's a low it's like lower than the lowest blow like you've already proven your point but you're gonna do this now now you're just being sick now you're just in sicko mode the word like derogatory (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it this also goes back to the case of like Oda saying, 
this is where I this, Mark. I'm sorry. I, I hate this question and it hurts me every day. Uh, they didn't kill anybody. They haven't killed anybody. They're the good guys. They don't kill anybody. So like we we saw like oh, we also saw that Orochi like only one head and that's I mean Orochi's got multiple heads. You got to cut them all off. Don't worry. Well, no, um, we thought he had like a dragon uh, devil fruit, but it turns out to be a Hydra devil yes. fruit. So I mean, his name's Orochi. So like mm-hmm. you know, uh, but and then, like, like the fruit itself also had the multiple like sprigs on it like it it's if you're familiar with it's hinted <laughs> yeah if you're familiar with that particular reference then you know uh we got more yeah um don't worry uh orochi gets his but like it's still How one of those things- though man i hope so because like that clean <laughs> cut was great like it was the great the first cut- time too <laughs> yeah but it was only one head the first time this was all of them supposedly hypothetically allegedly can't can't count count people dead so ace is dead though Whitebeard mm-hmm. is dead though yeah rogers he's out there roger <gasps> is dead what Unlocked. no <laughs> <Roger is> dead. <laughs> nobody right here i mean you know, who, you know who's not dead you know who's not dead and was kicking some absolute ass molly here's the ball marco marco mm-hmm. helping his little tanuki friend out his what <laughs> and just so you know i'm not a tanuki oh, I, oh i'm so proud panel, of copper that panel where they're like oh, we're so sorry oh like God. they're like we're not marco trying to be just like we just wow, go off was great though like his face yeah. was just like look at this little dude he's killing it out there you. oh my god he's killing them <laughs> i'm telling you i want to be in that retirement one piece group of just being like go for it baby girl like you got it you're doing great sweetie like <laughs> i want to be in that crowd so bad and molly you want to talk about marco and all the cool things marco does he does a lot of cool things i feel like i accidentally talked about it mostly last episode but i mean we get to see everybody doctor well, the thing is is like he holds off so many people single-handedly and his one, can literally be, with one hand literally <laughs> with one hand it's just like Oh my God. And listen, the the amount of disrespect, talking about disrespect this episode, this is a disrespect episode. Like, they're just like, you, you white beard pirates need to learn to lay down and die. And Marco's just like, first of all, how dare you? I loved white beard. He was my dad. And also I'm a Phoenix idiot. That's the whole point. I don't die. (laughs) And it's just like, he's so... Molly, I understand. Yeah. Molly, this is this is what made me understand why Marco is so cool. Marco was kind of cool before. Marco's definitely cool now. Marco is like top tier at this point. Marco just decides to like strut it like a peacock a little bit. And I really appreciate it. And I think it's earned, especially with everything he's done in the last 50 chapters. It's really like satisfying because, you know, he's a good fighter in marine ford but it's like you know obviously the tides weren't in their favor and so it's a lot of really cool stuff but it's also on the back half of like i'm just defending so that we can retreat kind of stuff we're seeing this guy like in it to win it this time around like they're really it's like we're not in the out and out also in marine ford they slap a freaking cuff on that guy like almost immediately like a a sea cuff and so it's like it's nice to see him kind of like 
you know, letting loose a little bit and like being so sugoi and <laughs> and even then he's he's still buying time. Yeah, because they're, they're co- like yeah, I feel like he's not going all out either. I mm. feel like he's holding back a little bit. We've like it the the thing that that seemed to happen in like confirm in this that we saw in in uh water seven slash any's lobby is that uh, the, seven. the hybrid zoan forms that's like the ultimate true power of zoan users um because it's it's indicated through all of the like hybrid dino forms and once kaido like jumps into his his actual hybrid form stuff gets real um and similarly, Marco, we're we are only kind we haven't even seen him like really be like half half Phoenix, half dude. Yeah. So I feel like there's still more to him that we're probably going to see. And also <gasps> the the way that you said <laughs> fifty Mr. chapters Phoenix. just so How wantonly is insane because these yeah, what fif- specifically these 50 chapters took over a year mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you yeah, did hey, that in two in days art is art is hard everybody please remember that art is hard and uh take breaks your artist. yeah yeah well, pay your also, artists take yeah. breaks also like during this like oda just got eye surgery like he's back this week it's been a month since he had eye surgery man it I has been it takes a longer known- break like a year ago that he had to start planning for this past month. Like he had to plan everything out. Like he couldn't just get it right away. Like he had to plan out at least a year and a head with his editor so that he would be able to get surgery, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Of like, Man, this industry it, really does run people ragged. Yep. I mean, literally kills people. It literally kills people. Watch, um, watch, watch, watch us in, in the SAG area. Still be on strike when this episode comes out. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I just, baby. I really, I just, this is why I'm okay with like, you know, we're coming to the end of One Piece and people being like, no, another five more years, my, my butt. But it's like, let it, you know what I mean? Like, it's been a long run and I'm okay with it. And if Oda's ready to finish it, that's fine. I want him to get his life back. Like, it's, if he wants to keep doing One Piece <clears throat> afterwards in a more casual aspect, that's totally fine. But I, he has like, I think his kids are like grown up now, and it's like, and the entire time. I mean, you guys One grew Piece. up. <laughs> you yeah. guys started reading this when you were younger, and now you're adults. But I grew up and like hung out with my dad. Does that make sense? Like I hung out with my family when I was done reading One Piece chapters. Yeah, like, I know. Oda That's I, I mean, like working. putting in perspective, like Oda's kids are adults now. Like, like I, I think I just was reading about like a typical day for Oda where he literally goes to bed so late and wakes up at like five in the morning and starts Ugh. working. And he does that all week. All week, every week, unless it's like a certain holiday that he's allowed to take off. Like, and he's been doing that for 25 years. And I'm just like, let the man sleep. You know what I mean? I'm like, if he's, if he wants to wrap this up and it's like, and it's real, like, good. Like, I, I hope so. Like, I mean, the one piece is real. I know. It's just oh. like the one piece is fighting. <laughs> what? Wow. You can't just name, you can't just drop that and put it, put it up there. Um, anyway, to reiterate, Marco's great. I love Marco. 
I'm not going to sacrifice Oda for my Marco content, though. Yeah, Oda right. wakes up at 5 a.m. I, I, I Googled this. I don't want to get his yes. exact thing. Oda wakes up at 5 a.m. in the morning, works all day, and goes to sleep at 2 a.m. Yeah. No, 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 no. In 2013, he was hospitalized due to health concerns. Stop that. This is why... Soapbox. I'm going to get up there. Anyway, here's my soapbox <laughs> moment. All right, you ready? Here's my soapbox moment. If you have to sacrifice your entire body and life for work, whatever work may be, even if it's something that feels fulfilling, if you are giving up your entire life for an thing, you're not really giving yourself a life. And I think Oda deserves to take a freaking break. So I think having this series end and allowing him the rest of his life to enjoy, because I'm looking at his schedule. It's there's an hour, two hours of sleep on Monday, two hours of sleep on Monday from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then he has breakfast at 8 a.m. No, 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 no. Don't do that to yourself. That's not healthy. That is not that is not good work ethic. That's not, you know, taking your idea and moving forward. That's not any of those things. That's not like, you know, keeping the dream alive. You're just killing yourself slowly. Mm-hmm. So please take care of yourselves and, you know, make sure to support creators, be they big or small, so that they don't die young because it happens more than you'd think. And uh, like, we can tackle our industry first and then take over Japan's really unhealthy birth ethics. Then we can do it. It's there's, there's no point with us. I'm going to be king of the industry and I'm going to change everything. Okay. (laughs) I'm putting, I'm planting my flag. Now I'm going to rule over all of this and I'm going to make sure that everybody is free by the end of my, by the end of my time. I really got into the podcast when they took down Sons. <laughs> <laughs> when they took down Iger. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, my favorite really arc of Yayo talk it. show was when when when, when Molly the punched crew. Bob Iger right in the face. <laughs> when they declared and everything went black war. and white. <laughs> when they declared war on Bob Iger specifically. Oh my god! On all the studios. <laughs> That's it. We're taking them down. You heard it here first, all right? Everybody, you heard it here first. I made my declaration of war. Remember Mark? where you were on this day. <laughs> Mark, you want to take us away to the next bullet point that you have there? Sorry. <laughs> I've been searching for a for a transitional phrase. That's what I just gave you. That's no. my bit. That's what I'm best at. Speaking of not throwing your life away, Zoro. Yo, that was uh, we pretty good. His life away. Away. <laughs> throwing his life away. Um, oh talking about <laughs> about people getting like their power up, we see Zoro kind of just like, huh, figure something out and do it and be like, hey, if this doesn't work, um, I'm probably going to die. So keep that in mind does it um (laughs) here i go but it's the thing it's the thing that uh that shows luffy oh you can imbue strikes with more than just armament hockey and uh he learns that you could put conqueror's hockey into 
your strikes and your weapons. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm about to do a new thing. And it's sort, it's like he's got a lot of that. And yeah. I'm about to break. <laughs> and I'm about to break. Dude, I can't wait to see the AM, the Lincoln Park AMVs when this fight is done in the anime. Oh my god. And I'm about to break. So, oh, like. I kind of want to do it now. I have no video editing skill at all, but I <laughs> just wow, Molly. See, it's almost it's almost, time codes. Yeah, it's almost like two of us have spent most of our lives doing that. I didn't Hi, say Hi. listen. What's up, listen. What up? I mean, guy contact with me. I didn't say that you guys don't have the ability. I volunteered <gasps> myself. Are we going to have an it. AMV contest? Oh my, okay. Okay. oh my god okay okay oh my god okay 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 uh that's a something cut of the zoro cut i'm gonna <laughs> put i'm like... gonna put a pin in this i'm gonna put a pin in this because i think this would be something really cool to do down the line mark let's make a note of this yeah let's see if we could do something down the line where we do with uh like us making ours and then the yayo fans out there making theirs and then we like ha- like show it all off I think that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Anyway, yeah. Let's get let's get uh the let's get it started. Ire of every <laughs> music group that holds all of the licenses in oh, the world. Whatever, just post it on Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, we're it's burning fine. it all down, so who cares? Um, it's, I already declared war, Mark. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I I'm like. It. I'm reinforcing that we're already burning everything down anyway. So you're burning the flag. Spotify doesn't even matter. <laughs> Need those residuals? I can't pay rent. I call pushing me away. Um, the, so uh, Zoro uses his big thing. Uh, sorry. Uh, oh, he uses his big thing and his sword. And his swords. Speaking of... Speaking of uh, How long? How long? <laughs> um, the I got to hand it to Oda. One of the funniest frames... People want to hand it to Zoro, too. Why well, he deserves more hands to hold more swords. Yeah, because but, how long? <laughs> because how long? Um, how long has Oda been holding on to I wanna do a Wolfwood in one piece? Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and so the frame of, of Sanji holding Zoro and it just being like, This is Trigun for right now. Hayden, this, Hayden, this frame, Hayden. this is Trigun. You have um, to Caden, you have to understand when that chapter dropped for like a month, there were so many funny memes of those panels. So I believe it. Actually, yeah, so I believe it. Oh, that was so funny. Hang on, if I can Google it right now. But it was like relentless. I was actually terrified you would see it because it was just all over my feed. I blocked all the tags for everything. Once again, the only things the only things that were specifically specifically spoiled for me were Okiku and Yamato. And I really do wish that they weren't spoiled for me because I feel like the expectations that I had for them based off of what people told me was much higher than what was actually on the page because there's a lot of, I feel like there is a lot of fan overreading into things, especially when it comes to like getting a shred, um, a tiny little piece of meat of representation for, for marginalized groups. And so like, I felt like, as as reading through Kiku and Yamato and their their things, they're super cool. But what people put in my mind is not what was on the page. And I feel like it did me a disservice. And this is, again, what I think we talked about it last episode. I'll talk about it again in this episode. It speaks so much to just be able to sit down and read something and enjoy it yourself and enjoy it for with fresh eyes and without expectations. And I think that that is so important 
to to like understanding, you know, uh, a fan culture versus a creator culture as far as like what you're wanting to put on the page versus what people will interpret it as and then put their own interpretation on top of it. But what you're intending versus what is being read as and then having to like kind of undercut the fans in a lot of way. And I feel like there's a lot of things that happened there that really ended up being a little bit unsavory um, as far as everything. That's not the fans fault or in, in any way, shape or form, but like as far as the expectations of the characters doing stuff and being around more, I kind of expected Yamato to be there immediately. And Yamato's coming in like, what feels like at the end of things. And I've expected a lot like I mean, we're, Kiku to, we're in act three <laughs> and I expected Kiku to do a lot more and Kiku just kind of disappeared for a while, came back and then lost an arm. And I'm just like, I expected them to have more meat to this in the story things. And Yamato has had some major story impact uh, impacting that he, that he's done, but not in the way that I expected based off of the way people told me about Yamato, if that makes any sense. So it absolutely um, does. I mean, it, it speaks to fandom in general of, you know, everybody has such different experiences and reading something and taking something in is such a personal thing. And not just for, for like overarching story stuff and wanting you like for you not to get spoiled on stuff, but just for that is part of the, part of the reason why, we started this not only because of your absolutely insane predictions, which we love and hold dear. Stay tuned for next episode. Yeah, um, we got some we got some doozies next episode. Don't worry. But the the thing of we have one person who's watching the show for the first time, and three people that have very different perspectives of watching the show from early on slash the beginning. And I and I every episode whenever we talk about different things i learn about i you know th those different different perspectives are important and it's important to to let people go into stuff to make their own perspective and and that's why we want to try to we, you know in especially for this section of wana we were like okay let's put different sections for different places because different things happen blah, blah, like not just talk about it but in general i'm when when you had told us that that stuff had been spoiled for you it was it was really unfortunate and uh, mostly because those were people that don't know that you have a one piece podcast and don't know that one of the major tenets of it is let Caden watch the show and <laughs> and it's just unfortunate piece. that like if you're if you are somebody that they hold in any sort of esteem they don't give you the ability to experience it on your own and that's unfortunate yes uh trust me when i say uh, as as known person on interwebs i get added with and it's not i i don't think any literally anybody who listens to the podcast has spoiled anything for me which i really do appreciate and and we want to say that thank you for joining us on this journey. It's been a long one and we're we're getting there. We're 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 close to being caught up You're and I'm so very close. excited. Um but it was always people who were just like, "Oh hey, I heard Caden and One Piece about 6 months ago. Hey, here's spoilers for it and I'm going to at you in it." I'm like, "Crap." And it, it really is, is like disheartening. Um crazy. because like you you tried you try so hard to to be I recorded One Piece 
and I still was able to keep myself unspoiled from things. I went into the studio. I went and I recorded my voice in one piece. I'm in it. And I was able to keep myself unspoiled because the recording engineer made sure because I explained it to him. And Bree was with me, who was also in one piece. I was like, hey, we're trying to keep this on the down low. And we're trying to keep this quiet. And we're trying to keep this like in a bubble. So let's keep it. Let's keep it clean. And so they were super understanding because they're fans of One Piece mm-hmm. and they're fans of the show. And they're also like cohabitors in this, this entertainment ecosystem. And there's a matter of respect of, of doing that stuff. And uh, I'll be honest, it's why I got into She-Ra so late is because like I just let everybody have their thing. And I was just like, blah, 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 I'll watch it later. And then like when the final season was airing, I'm like, cool. And then I watched everything up to the final season and then I watched the final season as it dropped. And it was great because I got to experience it on my own and I got to put my own thoughts and feelings into it. And then I got to experience what other people's thoughts and feelings are. Um, so I got to see from many perspectives, but I got to see my perspective clean and untainted by the, yes. by the, by the outside noise. It's also super frustrating of like, if you're an actual One Piece fan, like let's just say you're on the internet and you see somebody tweet like, Hey, I'm watching One Piece for the first time. I got time during quarantine, so I might as well get into the show everybody likes. And your first response is, oh, let me spoil something happening this week in One Piece. Like, you are not a true fan. Like, that, I'm sorry. Like, you <laughs> call don't, out post. You, you watch this show and you don't understand any of the meaning in it. Like, I don't know how to tell you that you lack empathy, but like, you lack empathy and you need to really consider that and like Got even it. as a funny joke even if it doesn't affect you in your day-to-day you're just being a little troll on the internet it's just like man oda would hate you like i'm looking at you specifically oda hates oda, you oda would hate you is oda a real good way you. to make things feel bad <laughs> you feel bad random person who's not listening to the podcast and generally never did um but yeah, I think it's I think it's important to 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 note like why why we've done this and why we're why we're here and why we made this podcast and what we've what we've been able to to like illustrate. And I think that oddly enough, this encapsulates a lot of what's happening in this arc is making sure that your story is being told properly because in the case of in the case of Odin, like what was told about him and what what he experienced are two very different things, and that speaks to how Yamato exists as a person now. And it's like I'm Kozuki Odin, and I'm going to be carrying the torch for Kozuki Odin, and I may be the son of Kaido, but like I heard Odin's story from Odin. I heard it from Odin, and I experienced it by myself and it shaped who I am as a person and it made me be confident in who I am today. And that says so much about one power of media, the power of storytelling and the power of being able to resonate. And uh, look at how I'm tying it into the story of what, how we got into the podcast, how we're (laughs) the story that's going on. Look at me go. Um, but I think that it's important and I think that it's important to this particular arc because, you know, 
we had Odin, you know, Odin's whole thing is like, he's this through, you know, lays about loser. He does whatever he wants. He's a, he's a rough and tumble kind of weirdo and nobody really knows what he wants to do. And he has no, no heart and soul. And then you have Odin's journal that speaks on Odin's dreams and Odin's journey and Odin's hopes and Odin's love and Odin's ambitions and Odin's ultimate goal. And then Yamato gets it. And Yamato's just like, I am Kozuki Odin. And it's like, oh, yeah, baby. I love it. Love that. Hell yes. You can be Kozuki Odin if you want to. As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> exactly. The, see, that's what makes Yamato cool to me. That's what makes Yamato cool to me. Not the fact that Yamato turns into a freaking wolf. How that uh, was snow kept secret I mean, for me. That, how that a fair, snow wolf, also how that was cool. kept from me. The the snow wolf woman. How you guys kept it from me that there was a snow wolf man in One Piece. Ah, oh, is really uh, he's really cool. I he's need. Cool. I desperately need the record to show that Caden's partner potentially could have spoiled that for oh, Caden. Because <laughs> Sam sometimes Sam just sees cool fan art with no context and absolutely Sam, see, Sam knows. Sam knows to keep this stuff from me. If no. you see something yet, cool, he no. he still keeps it from Well the thing nope. is is like listen, <laughs> he's still kept not here, Sam. you are not what? sure what I'm didn't telling you. Didn't see it. You're not didn't hearing see it. what I'm telling you. Yeah, you did see it because I immediately said, Sam, delete that. What are you doing? <laughs> ah! The best part is, the best part is, he took, he did, he, he, he was just like, Kane didn't see. Kane doesn't know. Kane doesn't know. He just no keeps idea. winning. Unless. He just, he keeps, just winning. keeps winning. He can't, can't stop, away can't with stop this. him. Yeah, He's unstoppable. The unstoppable um, Sam. Before, yeah. before we talk about uh, Yamato upstairs, I wanted to uh, shout out um our boy caesar clown um oh, who, hi. yeah no technically technically yes shouting out caesar clowns is, is, is appropriate here uh chopper let caesar look at the rumble ball formula and he was like hey i can make this a little bit better and the reason why chopper turns into a, a tiny little adorable old man is because of the increase of efficacy of the rumble ball Going up to a 30-minute duration, he now has to... Leveling up! <laughs> leveling up. But yeah, now he also, similar to, like, Gear 3, um, he also, like, turns into a little baby man. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I blame Caesar for that. It's Caesar's fault. Yeah. I think it's cute, though. And I love, but I love the fact that he has a nurse, like, literally hold him over stuff. <laughs> just like, so I can't, tiny. I can't move. I can't move. I'm too small. I'm, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just a baby. Little. I, got, I got little baby I'm, hooves. I'm too widow. <laughs> I'm just a little I, tiny baby. I talk like this. <laughs> These old whippersnappers. Oh, dang it. I ate the Benjamin Button ball. A hundred percent. More <laughs> balls to <laughs> contend with. Hey, so many balls, baby. Um, Part of the reason why Yamato uh, steps up is because Luffy tries the, the thing that he learned from uh, his big brother Zoro and... Kind it works. Of, it it works, but then he also is like, "Welp, I use too much energy." Falls into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um. Gets caught by the heart pirates. Thank God. Oh, um, you know he can. Uh, like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but Momonosuke being able to hear like 
the 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 everything. The voice of all things. The voice of all things. Like similar to like Sabo. Mantra. Not Sabo. Uh Kobe. Sabo. Kobe yeah. and and the 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 little girl from Skypea. Don't skip Skypea. Yeah. And Luffy. <laughs> was that her name? Aisa? I think it was Aisa, yeah. That was your episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, geez, I have to update the scores. (laughs) Nice. Um, It's it is very interesting to see that Momo can can hear Luffy. It's and like literally like that's the big thing. The big thing is is like Luffy says don't stop. Luffy's gonna be fine. Luffy says keep going. Luffy needs you to keep going. And everybody's just like, all right, let's go. Thank you. And he's still on that like crucifixion stand thing. Yeah, he, no, 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 not not by no, then. He was free by then. He's, he's, oh, right. He's he's good. Yeah. He's with uh, he's Yamato. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's because with, uh, because yeah. that's where we Yamabro. see the the introduction of like, hey, uh, hey, hey, little bro. Uh, uh, I'm Yamato. I'm Kozuki Odin. Um, here is Odin's journal. <laughs> it's like here's the story. It's like <laughs> this is important. This is going to make you cry. This is the story of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> now cry a river, you'll feel so sad. <laughs> I wish we could put all of that as a title, but it's we so have long. A lot, we have a lot of AMVs we got to do now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing, the thing that made Luffy's that I, I we didn't mention that uh, Lynn almost fell into the ocean. Um, and that was part of her reascending <sighs> back up to the top before getting stopped by law and kid and then killer Mm -hmm. is taking on uh the straw man and then basil hawkins and um fukurukuju is taking on raizo and jack is like there's just so there's so much splitting off in one and one-on-one fights it's insane i don't like it (laughs) you also see a bunch of insane attacks yes um we see uh Sanji's leg. Oh, that was another thing that became a meme. The frame of Sanji and Zoro attacking King and Queen, where Sanji Sanji's leg just goes full and he like people turned him into a boomerang and like threw him around. It was really, <laughs> really silly. Um but uh, uh Momo's big moment. Um, oh. that's gotta, no, I'm I'm putting my that's my hat that's gotta be it because there's, the there's more. Yeah, this is yeah. Momo's big moment. moment. Big moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was agree deciding to sacrifice his childhood because Luffy's like, you need to fly me back up there, and you're too small. You're too little. You're too little. You're too so little. Shinobu, uh. That's so cool. I don't know. I don't know if until this moment we knew that that she had a devil fruit. Like we they knew, just she, threw that she out talked there. about having an ability, but we it was one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a devil fruit. Like she ended up clearing out some like ground for them to hide in when uh, Kaido first blasted the top of the old palace mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we didn't have any context for how she did that. They kind of like the the subcontext was like, yeah, well, she is a bewitching. She's a ninja. Con- yeah, she's a, that's just they do that. That's just one of the they say knee knee and they do that. They find holes in the ground. <laughs> that's what okay. they do. I, mean, I don't know if that's she, true. She how many ninjas have you met, Molly? I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'm so sorry. Many... On public record, yeah, we had a we had a meeting at the law firm uh, this morning. <laughs> I don't know if I trust your law firm because you guys We're... have been doing some rank like. I mean, yeah. business business is booming. That's all I'm business, saying. Business. I don't business? know if that's true. Please business don't don't booming. do not contact them for legal help. They keep getting sued and they're litigating for each other's yeah, uh, yeah. lawsuits. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. I mean, strategy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect crime crimeogy. <laughs> Strategy. Yeah. Perfect extremity. Speaking um, of extremity, nope. But even like in that <laughs> Go on, scene, speaking though, of extremities, how long? How long? <laughs> how long? <laughs> uh, no, but I love I love that like the context for this of like you got to do it, and she's like, listen, I know I've had this thing for years, but the best like at most of what I've done with this is like made you know not ripe fruit ripe. Like I've barely, I've barely used this, and you want me to just like do this to you? And it's like, wow, yeah. I guess there are people out there who just are cursed by a devil fruit and are like, you know, I don't really need it. Like I don't need to anyway, spend my life being anyway, a man. Big dragon, big dragon, big big pink dragon, pink dragon. So cute. I can't believe. I feel so bad for for i feel so bad as somebody who had their childhood robbed from them i feel so bad for Momonosuke. it hurt it hurt to see him willingly do that for Give for up, somebody else's sake childhood for his country for like and the thing is is like for a chance it's not even for the sure no, thing it's for the not a guarantee it's not a guarantee and then he's still afraid of Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's still afraid of flying, uh, flying up with his eyes just like st- stapled shut, just like help, <laughs> help. Guy. It's just cold. Why is it? He's just a little big guy. He's, he's constantly screaming. Ah! <laughs> um, little guy. He's hoping of, that like Luffy will just take the wheel at this point. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, I I loved this casting choice of um, at least in Japanese. I don't know. I don't know who his dub actor is. Um, uh, 28-year-old Momo is voiced by uh, Hiro Shimono, who also voices Zenitsu in Demon Slayer. Mm, that's that's oh. cool. I'm like, that's it, like hearing the voice uh, on the on the show. I was just like, wait a minute. I nervous know that panic. I is... know that nervous panic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but the the crux of this section is the ridiculous fight. And like family squabble between father and son, and and the the interesting thing of uh you know you talked earlier about like humanizing or just like learning more about the the villains and with Kaido being like ex- so accepting of like to or, or rather being too accepting of who Yamato is the yeah. thing of like look. Yes, you're my son. You are also an oni and and my son. No one is going to accept you for anything other than that and I'm going to beat that reality into you yeah. until you die. <laughs> you have to learn this harsh reality of the world and it's like just hey, can you just be my dad? No. <laughs> Bonk. Yeah, that was relatable. It also, sucks. he's super wrong. Yamato made friends outside the demon family. Okay? But also, yeah, Yamato and... knows Bonk, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yamato learned Bonk. Learned it from watching Bonk. you. Yeah. Really, what really sucked, though, what really sucked, though, was just like, 
you you said it there, Molly. It's like Yamato made friends outside of the, and then what happened to them is exactly what 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 Kaido asks. It's like what happened to them? Oh yeah, you did make friends. Those people who died. And it's like, oh, those people I killed. It's like those people yeah. I killed to make a. Well, point. the thing is, is it's not even that. It's like, well, I there was also Ace, and then it's like, oh, oh, right. It's like for somebody right. who Jess we don't get to know <laughs> within like the first hundred chapters of this arc and like meet him later on and still like we get the meat of who he is and like, you know, like kind of throw away chapters of like, oh, yeah, here's some context for this. Here's some context for that. Yamato was also there for this. Yamato was also there for that. Of just like Yamato has never stopped fighting. Like Yamato has fought literally Since the moment Odin boiled, like he has never stopped fighting. Yep. And it's just like, doesn't matter if his friends are alive or dead. Like he is just going to carry, he's carried this crux this whole time waiting for Luffy to appear. Like he carried it until he met Ace. He carried a whole different thing until he met Ace. And then Ace gave him hope of like, one day my little brother is going to be <clears throat> here. And there's no way he would know it but quotes word for word, whatever like Roger said, written in Odin's journal. And it's just like, this is a sign. This is a sign that I have to keep going. Like even in the scene of like that they show of Yamato seeing Ace's Beaver card burn up and his like dad being like, give up Yamato, just come with us. Like it doesn't have to be this way. And him still being like, no, it's just like, you're so cool, Yamato. You're so cool. He's so cool. And, yeah. like part of this too is we see like a couple of the people that did eventually like help Yamato survive. Um oh. did we see the the three samurai in this or was that later? Looks like Caden for confirmation. I don't remember. Did, okay. Was there like a flashback of like when Yamato was really little? In yeah. in prison with three in prison with other yeah. one with one three Wano samurai? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. like, them... That's why that was what I was referring to. Th that was what I was referring to. Them imparting the, like, look, if we feed you and, you're, and you are carrying the will of Odin and you're going to be Odin, then we're going to be there on that day when, when so 20 years from the future. It's messed up, though, where his dad's like, oh, yeah, you don't want to be my son? Cool, let me lock you with these people who hate me and thus will probably try to kill you, my son. And then <laughs> being Been like... there, done that being like super swag ever of like hey kid you okay hey and that here, goes back to lin being food. like did kaido teach you this like to yeah, not exactly children or like whatever mm -hmm. yeah yeah but just like them to be like hey kid you hungry here you go and yamato being like are, are you sure like aren't you guys gonna get hungry and they're like Samurais don't get hungry, kid. And it's like, oh, so cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Can I be a samurai if I get hungry? And it's like, uh, oh, this kid. Uh, and then uh, that goes uh, back to Tama and yeah. Konui. Mm -hmm. Like, there's like, there's so much that gets, excuse me, there's so much that gets set up and paid off on top of stuff that has been set up and paid off. Like, yeah. we're we're getting to that point where we're learning the answers to all of these questions that we've had, but we're also getting new questions and we're staring at that five-year time limit. Like, what are you, what are you doing, bud? You keep giving us new <laughs> stuff. What are you thinking about? <laughs> He's like, oh um, yeah, one more thing. 
Oh yeah, one more thing. Wait, Wait. Mm, one more thing. Wait, oh, um, oh, one, more thing. one more thing. And and we started the episode <laughs> recommending watching the anime. Highly recommend episode ten forty nine. Uh, which I have the title here. It's called Luffy Soars Revenge Against the Beasts. Um, it's directed by uh, Yusuke Suzuki. And in a similar thing of um, uh, like e- each action set piece has like a different vibe and just f- you, you feel how powerful each strike is the final moments of this episode of Luffy and Yamato coming together for an attack as Luffy gets back onto the, to the roof is, is just one of the coolest, like makes such a good argument for like, Oh, you still, you think anime is just cartoons. It's like, no, this stuff is art. Like mm-hmm. check this awesome stuff out that these people are pushing the, the entire art form forward. It's, Awesome. Oh my god. The fans it's of so the show. Good. Part oh. of the ship, part of the crew. Fans <laughs> of the show make it good because they're fans of the show. Exactly. And so it's like, how how are we gonna go? Uh can we get <laughs> much a, higher? I believe it's is a what I'm ship of Theseus where you replace all the parts with parts that are fans of the ship of Theseus. I I do wanna say I remember uh the moment that we see Yamato's uh, uh, devil fruit. And I remember we looked it up because we were like, what is it? Like, what could this possibly be? Um, and I need to find out like, the actual word for it. Uh, I, I have the terminology, but I don't know if it was given. Uh, I was it given? Because that's technically a spoiler. I know. But I want Let's to... hold on to it then. Yeah. Let's hold on to it. <laughs> um either way badass snow wolf oh yeah ass. really cool pretty cool it's relevant to everything yamato's doing in this arc <laughs> it ties it all together i'm shaking my desk so hard <laughs> <laughs> um just hey molly are you on tumblr Okay, cool. Cool. Totally not on Tumblr, Molly. I just saw you reblog something. Oh, are you on Tumblr? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Al, what do yeah. you want to talk about? <laughs> um, so there's this show called One Piece. Cool. And... Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Molly um, reblogging Yamato and Ace Art I, together. I was like, uh, You're let me let me let this? me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I said something in Discord earlier. And Molly's just like, you understand me so much. And I, I censored Molly there, but you can understand that there was an F in there because Molly is Molly. And I said, Yamato definitely would have made Ace his bride if Ace didn't die. And Molly's just like, you understand me so much. You understand me at such a deep level. <laughs> I mean, I also like that makes makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, like, but hey, yeah, I'm but you didn't too. say that though. No, true. I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm usually I'm not like I'm not like an active shipper, but it's one of those things where it's like eh, that would make sense. It's just to me. energy. Guys, it's just yeah, energy. Exactly. It has nothing to do with shipping. It has everything to do. With, it's like you, Yamato would have just be like, yeah, that's my wife, Ace, and Ace would be like, yeah, that's my husband. It's like, are they married? No. <laughs> but they should. That's be. just how they refer to each other. You got to catch up, man. <laughs> listen. 
Did Molly turn her microphone around? <laughs> <laughs> you got really quiet. Got really I, quiet. I was uh, not Molly's sweaty. talking into the mic. You also didn't talk about Ace's design in the animation oh, at I all. Oh, I didn't? Are no? you sure? Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's like, well, it's the, the episode we keep referring to uh, with Megumi. Uh, uh, ten fifteen. Yeah, where it's just like their drawing style is just like it's so like it's it's the best kind of style to have in terms of animating. It's easier to animate details when they're more of a shape because that's easier to do a turn. It's easier to like figure mm-hmm. stuff out. It's just like and it simplifies it. But honestly, it simplifies the details you're trying to go for. And their art style is just so perfect. And it's like. I think we've seen Ace in so many different types of bodies. Like, I don't know how to say that in a better way, but like the first time we see Ace, he looks his age. Like he he's ripped, but he's scrawny ripped. Like he is very much like what, 19, 20? He's he very if much that, looks like he's just a skinny that, guy, yeah. man. He's just a skinny guy. Why and then we see him. We see him in Marine Ford, and then Otis just all in on the neck juice. Like the Y juice is just crazy neck that arc. <laughs> And then I mean, we get back. It's dry now. in the desert. There's not a lot of juice there. <laughs> yeah. But then we get to these flashbacks where I think Oda does a good job of drawing. Because it's like we see Ace again before he meets Whitebeard. And then we see like a couple clips of like after when he's like with Whitebeard. But like I think he does a good job of like properly aging him in the manga. But like in this episode, they just draw him so shapely. Like his his boobs so are so circly. He's so circly, dude, and I'm into it. You're just so, just so circly. I could identify him by his tits alone. <laughs> I'm glad you could say it so succinctly. I don't know the. I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> I'm sure. And whatever that thing you said was. <laughs> Unless it was an insult, I agree. Um, <laughs> before before we wrap this up, was there anything else? I mean, we didn't really talk about Frankie versus Sasaki and Sasaki being like a helicopter triceratops, a triceracopter, yeah. which was like robot <laughs> robot versus dinosaur was like the coolest, most Saturday morning thing in the world. Very <laughs> Al energy in that entire I was, scene. I was, like... I was fed that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Al has, could have and... boarded that episode. They could have and... had Al board it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Is this the is this a Sanji fight? Sorry. No, not no. that one. I was gonna say, and there's it's this isn't even the most ridiculous what was that thing called prehysteria. Prehysteria. I'm only thinking show, of hysteria. Al? Oh no, Did that's you a, a show. Prehysteria was the movie about the tiny dinosaurs. There's there was another show that was like a Saturday morning uh, cartoon with. Like it was kind of like Street Sharks, but with dinosaurs. Oh, <laughs> extreme Jossum. dinosaurs! Jossum? Was it extreme dinosaurs? Extreme dinosaurs. The show that huh. you're talking about is extreme dinosaurs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway, it gave me flashbacks, and I was happy. <laughs> um, I think so. I mean, those are all of the notes that I have, but a lot, so much. Um, a lot so much, if you could. Um, is there Enough anything is else too much. that anybody, you're right. Is there anything else that anybody <laughs> wanted to talk about before we uh, take a break for the night? I still want to talk 
about Yamato's devil fruit, but I'll wait and for two. Episodes. I think it's I think it's better to wait till later because we we talked a lot about everything, and I think it's I think because there's a lot of fight happening right now, and I have an anticipation that we're gonna get into more fighting. Uh, it'll be cool to talk about. What makes devil you say that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> God, we're finally here. We finally talk about Yama Bro. So happy. He's so cool. Yama Bro is my boy. He him. My boy. My, my boy. He him. Yo, you my gotta meet my boy. He him. My boy. He him. So good. Um, well, then I guess if uh, we're going to maintain the same thing that we said last time of like, if there's anything that you want us to talk about in more detail, first of all, wait for us to finish Wano. We're getting there. Don't Put worry. Put a pin in it. Make a list. And you we, can, you can, you can, you can add us on social media. You can at, you guys, the, at the Yayo accounts. I love that you guys are saying this right now, knowing that by the time this episode comes out, we will for sure be done. With we will be sh- for sure be done. But the thing is, is like we will for sure be done by the time you're hearing this. So please add us on the social media accounts. For, oh, that's true. For real. I guess. I guess I forgot about how time works. Yeah, me too, man. It's me all the time, dude. Yeah. Don't worry. You're in a safe um, space. For real. All, all that blacking out. <laughs> You're right. I, I blacked out for about one hour, 50 minutes, and 29 seconds. Um, and I'm about to break. <laughs> I'm about to break. Hey, we should do an AMV contest. Um, Shut up. <laughs> we will, um, though. Other than that, we were talking about like the like super ridiculously super. beautifully animated uh episodes and maybe doing uh like commentary. oh yeah do you want yeah you want ella and i to talk about in detail yeah do you want to do you want uh team board partners to talk about certain animation stuff in detail let us know by hitting us up on socials whether ind- individually or as the team but if you want to hit everybody up individually you can follow them across their various social medias that they will give you presently starting with kaden yeah, I had a feeling you were going to come to me first. Hi, uh, you can find me on Blue Sky and Threads and Tumblr and uh, Twitch. Caden uh, Jensen and Instagram as well. Caden Jensen on all those things, on pretty much everything. You can find me pretty much anywhere at Caden Jensen, except for TikTok. That's real Caden Jensen because somebody took my knee. Rude. I know. Hey, Al. Sorry. How rude Don't, have people been to you? I mean... <laughs> When if they not? Sure. <laughs> um, but you can find you can find me on the internet to yell at me for all the dumb things I say. Uh, at Al McLeod Jr. A L M C C L E L L A N D J R. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. Please don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch ten fifteen again. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. You can find me across all social media at Mark B Donica Captain. Wow, did, that was short and sweet. Uh, I wasn't ready. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Tumblr, Molly Flood, Molly K Flood, um, and we have a Yayo Tech Show Tumblr. So come, come follow us there. We got some good memes, some good fan arts that we were a blog. I mean, as we've established, like what, like every episode for the last few episodes, Kaden and I are on Tumblr. So. You usually can tell guessed. when we're recording because the Yayo the Yayo Talk Show Tumblr starts getting updated. <laughs> Molly is unshackled by news story elements that we can post about. Yes, immediately. Yep. 
Uh, you can also follow us on, we've been using Instagram. We're also on threads and Twitch. We're going to be, uh, once we get done with Wano, like once uh, we get you guys have already you guys you guys are already watching us on Twitch. Uh, yeah, by this point we're, we're, we're by we'll this point back. we're we're way we're way back on Twitch. Yeah, absolutely. I t- I forgot how time works again. Um, I, but that's why along, I was reminding you. Okay, um, I got you. I got Kate, you. Kate and I appreciate you. I, pre- I you appreciate know what? you too, hey, Mark. Hey, some you know. We, hey. hey, hold on. Turns to camera. We have a lot of fun here on Yayo Talk. <laughs> we want to let you know we love each other. Yeah, we really do. We really do a lot. We got through a lot. We got through a lot yeah. of things in the world and personal lives with each other, and yeah. the the fact that we're so close to to a point that we only were kind of dreaming about uh, years <laughs> <it> ago um, <laughs> oh. is it's no, I it's like phenomenal. Going, Mark. I like oh, I like um, we and yeah, uh, uh, I love you all, and uh, I'm I'm happy to be here with you. It's about the story we're telling together that we're going to be sharing with everybody. We hope you pick up this this podcast later and and relive it and continue to enjoy it with us because much like Kozuki Odin, we're writing down our, our journey as we go. And who lives, who dies, it who will... tells your story. Yeah, there you go. It's 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 a beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful going thing. along <laughs> with how most arcs and sagas have ended now that you've listened to the episode you've joined our grand fleet with that comes the responsibility of telling your friends leaving a comment following us all over social media at yayo talk show and hold on let me just grab your head real quick i can't stress this enough letting Caden watch the show in one piece wow you he got, got uncomfortably close you got you got it, huh? <laughs> you got it. So come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Yo. Yo. Uh, I'm a manager at Applebee's. Talking about One Piece. piece.